At last, Obama's love for Joe has come along. Former President Barack Obama just endorsed Joe Biden in a belated, windy, narcissistic, deceitful, and platitudinous 12-minute video that should be titled Audacious Obama's Ironic Endorsement of Befuddled Biden. Amid his accolades for Bernie Sanders and his admission that Biden will govern even further to the left than he did, Audacious Obama said this, and I quote, This crisis has reminded us that facts and science matter, that the rule of law matters, that having leaders who are informed and honest and seek to bring people together rather than drive them apart, those kind of leaders matter. Right now, we need Americans of goodwill to unite in a great awakening against a politics that has too often been characterized by corruption, carelessness, self-dealing, disinformation, ignorance, and just plain meanness, end quote. A few thoughts on Obama's audacity and irony. Obama, a member of the party that affirms trans alchemy and says things like, some men menstruate and some women have penises. That Obama extols facts and science. Obama recommends adherence to the rule of law after egregiously abusing executive power. Many Americans remember his tacit admission of his opposition to, quote, waiting for a legislation in order to make sure his goals were implemented, proclaiming, I've got a pen and I've got a phone and I can use that pen to sign executive orders and to take executive actions and administrative actions that move the ball forward, end quote. And who, boy, did he ever use it. In an article published by the Cato Institute, Ilya Shapiro discusses multiple ways Obama violated the Constitution and rule of law during his presidency, and he alludes to multiple other ways. And I quote Shapiro, The Chrysler bailout. The Obama administration in 2009 bullied Chrysler's secured creditors who were entitled to absolute priority into accepting 30 cents on the dollar, while junior creditors, such as labor unions, received much more. This subversion of creditor rights violates not just bankruptcy law, but also the Constitution's takings and due process clauses. Obamacare implementation. Shapiro discusses seven ways the implementation of Obamacare was, quote, an affront to the rule of law, end quote including the provision by the Department of Health and Human Services of, quote, more than 2,000 waivers to employers seeking relief from Obamacare's regulations. Nearly 20% of them went to gourmet restaurants and other businesses in former Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco district. Nevada, home to former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, got a blanket waiver, while GOP-controlled states like Indiana and Louisiana were denied. Political profiling by the IRS. The Obama administration used the IRS to target conservative organizations that were applying for tax-exempt status. DACA and DAPA. Despite no legislation being passed by Congress, President Obama directed the Department of Homeland Security to issue work and residence permits deferred action to childhood arrivals, to the so-called DREAMers. Then, after the 2014 midterms, 
the president decided that he had been wrong 22 times in saying he couldn't give temporary legal status to illegal immigrants. The administration engineered this deferred action for parents of Americans in the wake of Congress's rejection of the same policies in violation of the Administrative Procedure Act, immigration law, and the Constitution's Take Care Clause. Assault on free speech and due process on college campuses. In 2013, the Department of Education's Office of Civil Rights, in conjunction with the Justice Department, sent the University of Montana a letter that became a national blueprint for tackling sexual harassment. The letter urged a crackdown on unwelcome speech and requires complaints to be heard in a quasi-judicial procedure that deny legal representation, encourage punishment before trial, and convict based on a mere more-likely-than-not standard. Net Neutrality The adoption of Obama's open internet rule involved, quote, the Federal Communications Commission's manufacture of authority to regulate the internet despite clear congressional instruction that the internet remain unregulated, end quote. And finally, EPA's cap and trade, quote, this massive new regulatory scheme contradicts the express will of Congress, end quote. Obama, who bequeathed to Americans a nation riven by division, suggests that his former running mate, who is largely running on having been a toady for Obama, will bring people together rather than drive them apart. Hans A. von Spakovsky critiqued the legacy of Obama the Unifier, and I quote him, Eight years of Obama's leadership has left America demonstrably weaker and more divided, Rather than the promised healing, racial and other, the Obama era frayed the ties that bind us. It began when his Justice Department dropped an open-and-shut voter intimidation case against the new Black Panther Party. It was essentially a declaration that his administration would use the Voting Rights Act to protect only certain races. There followed a steady stream of false claims that America was an inherently racist society with a biased judicial and law enforcement system. Obama rekindled a racial divide that had been steadily disappearing in American society. In fostering group identity politics for political advantage, the Obama administration only divided the American people, end quote. Race was not the only identitarian trait Obama used as a cudgel and wedge to divide Americans. He also used gender identity, sending dear colleague letters to all public schools, telling them to sexually integrate locker rooms and restrooms. You better believe Biden will exacerbate the divide between those who want to protect women's rights in locker rooms, restrooms, shelters, and sports, and those who want to eradicate those rights. Biden has said passing the Rights-Destroying Equality Act is on the top of his legislative agenda. Obama implies his close and befuddled friend, Sleepy Joe, will herald in a great awakening. I'm not sure what the reason for Obama's odd choice of the allusion to the great awakening, an event dear to the hearts of evangelical Christians, was. Was his choice born of ignorance? Hubris? Hostility to those evangelicals who support Trump? Or perhaps Obama just meant it literally. Perhaps he hopes Sleepy Joe wakes up. 
Obama risibly suggests that Joe Biden, who extorted a Ukrainian government official into firing an attorney investigating the oil company that employed and paid handsomely his son Hunter for no work and no expertise, will end corruption and self-dealing. As for Obama's tacit claim that Biden will not engage in, quote, disinformation, end quote, Remember that Biden whispered excitedly on a hot mic that the passage of Obamacare was a big effing deal? The plan about which Biden's boss disinformed Americans saying, quote, if you like your health care plan, you can keep it. And if you like the doctor you have, you can keep your doctor too. The only change you'll see are falling costs as our reforms take hold, end quote. In the 12 minutes in which Obama touted as accomplishments, his disastrous Iran nuclear deal and the Paris Climate Agreement, the puppet master told Americans exactly how his decrepit puppet will rule.